Quest Gaming Network is proud to present Minecraft Off the Record. Hi everybody, welcome back to Minecraft Off the Record for episode number 32. Today's episode is brought to you by TweakedAudio.com, the best earbuds on the market. You can't get better, guys. They have uh, noise reduction, lifetime warranty, free shipping. Go to TweakedAudio.com for some amazing quality earbuds. They even come with additional with an optional microphone. Can't go wrong. That's TweakedAudio.com. Use the code Off the Record for 30% off your order. I am Joe the Widget Wilson, and joining me as always tonight is the one, the only, the Fred, the W. Woodley. That's right, I'm back again. Back, back again. As much as you all tried to kill me off during the last week, I made it back. We'll just try again harder this week. No, that's okay, I'll just lock myself in McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> you die of, uh food poisoning before the week was out. I was going to say starvation, but I stopped myself. Yeah, I mean, there's crud you can eat there, but yeah, it won't go over so well. And joining us tonight in place of Bowbender, who could not make it, is Derek McClure. Hey everybody, how's it going? And I will be a, a, a proponent for dehydrated onions. I love them. <laughs> the what? McDonald's, your oh, yeah, the pseudo onions that they have. Yeah, it's kind of bad. My soundboard is going winky on me tonight, guys, so I'm trying to adjust it as we go here to make sure the sound levels stay about what we need them to be. And joining us tonight, who just woke up no more than 30 minutes ago, Mr. David, <laughs> Dean Force Adams. Now, I would like to, to speak up on the subject and say that I personally love the, uh, the McRib. I that I am addicted to them. <laughs> Dude, fat meat is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I gotta yeah. admit, whatever processed crud they put in those things is yummy. That's mm. the only thing I'll eat from McDonald's when they have that out. Only thing. But I'll take it home and take their crap cheese off and all the garbage they put on it, and just put my own like American cheese on it. Yummy. Hey, it can't be as bad as the Mexican restaurant I ate and at last night. That's today's episode is brought to you cheese. by McNasty's. Actually had Chihuahua cheese on the menu, Joe. Chihuahua cheese, delightful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have a lot of show to talk about tonight. Well, not as much as last week or anything like that. I spent, Ash took a break from the server for about half the week, and did other things actually with my time and got caught up in other games. But I did do a lot of work on the server, nonetheless. It's kind of a curse. However, I did most of it solo. Thanks, guys. Well, wait, are you allowed to have time off? Um, well, it wasn't really time off. It was time spent for other shows. 
did Dave approve this? <laughs> I don't. I don't get a day off. It doesn't happen ever. Um, so before I get into all the server stuff, Fred went and saw you doing some uh, McDonald's stuff. Please elaborate. Yeah, you know it was time for McDonald's to rev or uh, renovate there because it had the old red and brown theme, and I wasn't too happy with it. So I went there and I started tearing it apart and rebuilding it based on a McDonald's that I saw on my way home from work last week. And I think I got it as accurate as I can with Minecraft. What colors did you go with? I made it into white brick, like the current McDonald's. The only red that it actually has is on the sign. Yeah. It is nice, actually. I was pretty impressed with it. You got... Pretty detailed. Your signs are kind of offensive, but funny. <laughs> uh, there's no sign there that's offensive that would be offensive to anybody that can read. <laughs> true, true. Wow, that sounds uh, horrible. I have to see this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. It's, it's typical phrase. When Dave logs in and we play Minecraft for the rest of the episode. Oh, let's not. That was an experiment gone wrong. (sighs) Yeah, the good times, right? But um, is there anything else you've been doing, Fred? I know you've been busy doing other things all week, but still, I'm curious. No, that was about it. I've been trying to figure out if I want to do anything to repurpose the hardware that I have left over from shutting down the build-off. But I haven't come up with anything I want to do yet. Alright. Maybe make a totally underwater map. <laughs> For the build-off? No, I'm just saying. Just an underwater map so people log in and there's literally no land anywhere. <laughs> uh, I would find that hilarious. Uh, so would I. Actually, I'm thinking about doing that build-off competition that we had an email from last week from... Um... Oh, what was his name? Comax? Regarding uh, zone ideas? Making it like a two or three week type of build off and then implementing the server at some point. You know, that that's a possibility. I think that's an excellent idea. Just any any way you can get the uh, you know, the the community more involved of what they would want in the server, I think would just be a plus for everybody. Oh yeah. Yeah, that that's kinda of similar to when we did the dungeon build. Yeah. Yeah. Similar. We didn't actually use any of their designs. <laughs> that's just that's just dis- despite the you know beside the the point there. But I love how you had to throw that one in there. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's not like we'd be promising that we're going to use anything this time around either. Well, true. Uh. So, Dave, what have you been up to? I mean, I haven't seen you on any servers at all, and I just bleeped myself there. That was an accident. <laughs> wow, that's two shows in the last week. You've accidentally bleeped. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yay me. You need to move that I mean, bleep button. My introduction to my what I did this week was that offensive that it had to be bleeped. <laughs> so what did you um, do? I mean, I haven't seen you at all. 
Yeah, it's it's been a wild week, but I did get time in the very beginning of the week, and I would like to say that my paladin is now level 10. Nice. So, yes, I need congratulations because I leveled up to the double digits. Uh, I got and, a few questions for you later because we did a lot, a lot. I did a lot of mob yeah. and, and class balancing throughout the week, and I'm well, pretty I'm happy, happy with where it's at. I think between classes and testing them out. Yeah, I think we're at a final about balancing on that end. I think that's finally where I'm finally satisfied with the time to level and the difficulty. But, you know, we'll get into that here in a second. Um, Derek, I haven't yes. seen you on Harley at all this week. That's yeah, rarity. it's been a pretty crappy week for me. Uh, just uh, been really busy. I haven't had a chance to really get on, except for, like, uh, what was it, like Monday or Tuesday mm-hmm. for a few hours, and that was about it. Yeah, when we were working on the back room. We haven't added any new content to the server this week. I know, boo. However, um, a lot of things did get tweaked and balanced and things of that nature, so there's no new real content yet. So Dave and Derek, when you guys get the chance, we gotta. it's back to work this next week, guys. We could do it. Yeah, cool. We got a lot to do. We got to finish up that city. I know that um, Synth has been working on the uh, poor quarter of the city. I haven't really decided how we're going to play that out. One thing I want to do is a similar dungeon style to what we did on the other server. A zone that's pretty much a dungeon. And it's one quest to get through all the way to the end to get to the boss. Like a major parkour trap puzzle thing. Oh, but like what we did upstairs? Similar, but yeah, more, more like the dungeons we did in the other server. Okay. Anyway, I did, before we get anything else, we were having this little issue. I want to tell you this, guys. I was going to tell you off the air, but why not right now, right? Where we have a uh, PvP boss. We couldn't figure out how to tie in the PvP quest to where the players had to kill the boss. I had an idea. The idea, well, the name of the boss, his name, he's already been developed. His name's Harvester. And he drops enchanted tools for trade skills. He's the only boss that drops them right now. And he also drops uh, skeleton skulls. But basically, he's a skeleton that's in this PvP arena. So when the people go in there, the objective is to be able to kill. They have to kill all the enemies that spawn. But the objective will not be the boss. But if they want to take out the boss, they have to leave at least one mob alive to be able to stay in there long enough to fight the boss. That doesn't sound like a problem. No, yeah, I'm saying on that's, top of that, that's the solution I came up with. They kill each other, too, right? Yeah, on top of that, they're a PvP, so it's going to be a whole mesh of, of chaos. That was the solution I came up with, because when I tried to write the quest to where you actually had to kill the boss, it literally broke the server. I had to go through and fix multiple Java leaks. I had to go through and eventually had to reset every single boss timer in the entire game. Took me an hour and a half. Good thing I know the times and locations and all that. Just a matter of resetting them. But so I thought that's the solution I came up with. I wanted to know your guys' thoughts. And he sounds like you guys are pretty cool with that. I think that actually um, makes it more interesting. So it sounds like a pretty much like a happy accident to me. <laughs> happy accident. It, it 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 added a new element to it. So I'm going to design the boss's abilities based on that concept. 
which kind of forces players to accidentally kill mobs. Okay. I mean, I was thinking about putting rooms and things like that where people can actually trap mobs into and things of that nature and to keep them alive a little bit longer, just using chaotic teamwork. And then the whole nice thing about this is a PvP-based boss. Whoever kills the boss gets the loot. So everyone else is just, you know, SOL. Oh my gosh, this sounds evil. <laughs> it does. I love it. Yeah. I'm an evil genius. <clears throat> <laughs> So that was uh, one idea that we, I had. So we got to get that PvP area in the back set up. Then um, we got two new, two other zone areas. Actually, no. Instead of a new zone, I was thinking about doing that whole dungeon idea for the crypt in the city. So we don't have the crypt's not even started yet. We have the starting area and location for it. But we haven't done anything to it. So I was thinking about making that into the kind of a parkour evil looking dungeon, especially with the remodel of creepers. That would be a really good idea. I mean, we have so much room. We have all the room we need, actually, underneath there. Yeah. I mean, we got, like, like what, 50 down until we hit Bedrock? Can you make the bats on your server explode, Joe? The bats on the... No. I wish. Oh, that'd be awesome if there was a bunch of bats and creepers in a cave that would explode on people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do some official business really really quick here. Since I know you're listening, I'm getting reports on the server saying that uh, Mr. Pokemaniac is flying and using mods. Go boot him. Go find out. Go kick him. <laughs> Go take care of it. Destroy him. That'd um, be funny <clears throat> if he really wasn't doing that and you just called him out on the podcast. That's being a dirty cheater like Liz. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I love that, though. Like, while doing the podcast, we totally just pulled a, you know, admin team assemble! <laughs> Speaking of which, guys, okay, this is one of the big debate points I want tonight, all right? I know that people are... We had one guy, one person, came on, uh, I don't know if it was email or Twitter to me, to me to, this last week, saying, you need to stop talking about your RPG server and talking more Minecraft. Yeah. Um, right. Um, we are talking Minecraft, just a different type of Minecraft. Well, at this point, I'd like to point out, nothing has been going on with Minecraft. If Minecraft does something on an official basis across the game, we will still cover it. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, If, if there's no Minecraft news, yeah, most of the show's going to be talking about what we're doing in Minecraft. And right uh, now, I'm building a game based off of Minecraft. I'd, I'd also like to mention that I regularly try to log into the normal server, and the second something interesting happens there, I'll be mentioning it on the show. It's been a ghost town. The most people we've had log in at one time was five. I built McDonald's. That's because, honestly, guys, the, <laughs> the MMORPG server is so much more interesting than regular Minecraft. Well, here, here's what I'm I'm thinking. I know I know we've been like a real a lot of like a uh, you know patch note heavy and everything, but that's all that's going on right now. And uh, now you have, you know, the guild system in place and if when the players start creating content and doing things, maybe we'll have something different to talk about. Mm-hmm. Alright, well... Yeah, no, that I, that guild system, I want to say, is is excellent. Oh, thank you. I really like the way that works. 
Yeah, I, I like it when uh, you know, everybody gets you know gets the handle and everything, and next thing we're on, we're talking about like who has destroyed who. That'd be great. There is something I want to talk to you guys about tonight, and that's regarding whitelisting on the RPG server. I've been debating turning it off, but I don't want to without my crack team here weighing in on the opinion, and as well as the chat room. The reason why I've been debating turning it off is that, yeah, the whitelist does help us weed out griefers a little bit. Um, the big problem, but there's a, that's like the only real positive. Um, the negatives is it, it highly limits who can come in the server. It highly limits um, a lot of things for us. In fact, it, it takes up a lot of my time every week just trying to add people to whitelist, messing up their name somehow, having to go back in and redo it when they email me. <sighs> On top of that, a lot of people just don't want to get into a whitelisted server. On, an, on another note, there are so many safeguards built into the server that the only thing people could do, if it's not a guild-related property that they didn't purchase you know, protection, is tear down a couple of blocks. whoop de do. Um, there are so many... This server is built to allow people to have a multitude of resources at their disposal. It's so easy to get diamonds that people have over a thousand diamonds in their inventory. It's so easy to get materials that it kind of negates that purpose. Yeah, someone came in, they took down a couple of blocks, it takes you five minutes or less to put those blocks back, and instead you'd rather whine to an admin for 30 minutes. Well, my opinion on this would be, I'm on the side of get rid of the whitelist. Just because, like I said, we, we put all these other things in place to where all that's going to do is entice mm -hmm. the guilds to purchase land. And yeah. then it don't matter who comes on, they can't touch their land. Exactly. If you're not so a guild, that means you it, can't touch that's going to entice people to join guilds and build up their kingdoms because the wild will actually be wild. The reason we have the whitelist at all is due to griefers. The the that's basically our only pro of the whitelist is is basically no griefers, which honestly the admins have not been adminning. For a while, because we have so few griefers. Do you understand the last time I had to ban somebody? Long like, actually ban somebody. They don't I mean, even Dave, call me the ban hammer anymore. No, Dave called me the other night and, like, cried for two hours. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Honestly, with our, our guild system, the one that, that we just brought into play, and with, with how we deal with locking down areas that are... are main areas on the server. Honestly, griefing is a non-issue because it's no longer griefing. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, what they're doing out in the wild. It's their own business. Right. And we're going to be uh, adjusting prices and, and land amounts for guilds. Uh, we might make it cheaper for land and make it more accessible for guilds to access. Um, right now it's to where guilds can only... Zvinroy asked this question, and it's it's an unlimited amount of land they can purchase, as long as it doesn't conflict with other land, and it has to be attached to your home. Um, every guild has to create a, a set, what's called a home base. It's, it's the free piece of land they get to have. It's a free, I think it's 10 by 10 piece. Um, after that, they can expand by purchasing different lands. It's it's 
a learning curve, but only the guild leaders or kingdom leaders can access those commands. So they have to go through the process of learning the commands and the ability to do that. Everyone else, not so much. Um, or their officers can do it as well, I believe. So I'm going to be practicing more with... The, the system for buying land, I kind of base it off of um, what uh, World Guard does. So I'm still not 100% exactly on the operation. I'm going to go through and tweak it, make it easier accessible for kingdoms and guilds to do. And congratulations to our first official kingdom on the server, Egard or Ebony Guard. They uh, hit over 10 people yesterday. Oh, cool. So the fish, I'm sorry. I think, I think that's known as the Emerald Guard. Oh, sorry, Emerald. Sorry, you're right. The Emerald Guard. Um, yeah, they uh, they hit over 10 people, and they're already working on getting their flight pass done. Now, Emerald, does that mean that their patron wizard is... Derek. Derek? Mm-hmm. Oh, they gotta die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works now. I mean, because, you know, two former members was a... Uh, uh, Sean and Steve, so they not mm. might be you know showing them filthy now. Who knows? Well, they can't because Sean and Steve are not official admins ah. on Surfer. Oh, that's right, they're online. Yep. So my team wins first. All right, back to the topic of uh, whitelisting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, we're going to have to increase our trial admin team by one or two people more. Um, I'm pretty set on making Day-Day an admin when he gets the time available. He told me it could take up to a year, don't know. But I might get another person on the team as well to make up for lost time because Steve and um, Synth have been not on as much as they used to because they have real life. Dang, real life, what they thinking. But uh, that's basically what I'm, we just have more police officers on the server pretty much. And hey, we should we should mm. make Boone an admin. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing I've been dealing with is <laughs> doesn't even acknowledge you said. Yeah, I'm ignoring the crap by that. <laughs> Besides, Dan doesn't even want to do it after the, having to deal with it last time. Not only that, but having to enforce like the rules with no friends and that kind of thing has been ignored by a lot of people, instead of trying to go through and ban people for inviting their friends, it just seems kind of mean and unnecessary. What do you guys think? I agree with that. So this way, if they come on the server, they're like, yeah, check this out, we got a this awesome server, whatever I'm playing on, come join me on it. I mean, yeah, we've had issues where friends in the past have been massive cheaters and things of that nature, but honestly... A lot of cheating doesn't make any sense on this server anymore because it's already been negated. However, things like X-Ray are still highly, highly bannable offenses. One thing I'm, I'm thinking about doing, guys, this is a solution I have in mind for anti-X-Ray, where it doesn't stop them from using X-Ray, but it limits how much, pr- how much precious ore they can mine within a certain time limit. So they could never get more than any other player. So it basically puts a server-wide actual limit, like a, a data value, for a player. So, like, for instance, um, a player has 100 points, okay, when they start the day. They go mining, a diamond's worth 2 points, emerald's worth 2 points, coal and iron are worth 1. So they can technically, every hour, mine 100 points worth of 
of uh, ore and diamonds and, and minerals, that kind of thing. Wow. So you're going to put a daily cap in there now. It's more like an hourly. I, I can see I, that working if if you set it high enough. Like, fun, well, like It'll be high enough to where people who play normally without cheating would never reach the limit. Yeah, that actually is an excellent idea. They wouldn't even yeah. have to worry about it. The only people that would have to worry about it are the ones actually cheating. And then when they come on the when they come on and complain about it, hey, there's our X-rayers. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's it's pretty easy to figure out who's X-raying because those are the people who will be on the server for five minutes and have three stacks of emeralds. Uh, we've already I already have suspicions of one person doing it who has over four stacks of gold. Gold being one of the rarest possible things to find in the game. Stay out of my chest, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so unless they're buying gold from the admin server, uh, not possible. Mm-hmm. And no, Venroy, it will not affect Silk Touch. Yeah, I, I would think that you would, especially if you do it by hour and you set it high enough that it's pretty much, it's going to be like a ridiculous cap, right? Like you have to be cheating to touch it. Yeah. 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 Well, there's no way someone's going to find 50 diamonds in one hour. No. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Right. Uh, even, and it doesn't account for the black, for the, um, the minor ability for finding extra ore either. That does not account into it. Because it registers differently than than actual breaking blocks. Now, do you think this will affect... <clears throat> well, no, because if it's normal game set to normal gameplay, it shouldn't even affect your rate of gaining experience as a miner. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, I had two thoughts jump into my head when we were talking about this. First of all, when you were talking about getting rid of the whitelist so people don't get in trouble for inviting their friends... As a representative of the Sith, I can tell you nothing that is mean <laughs> is ever unnecessary. <laughs> and second oh, thought is that if there's a cap of 50 on diamonds, I am totally going to find Boone as the Red Wizard and make sure that I spawn about 60 diamonds around him just to watch <laughs> him go crazy when he can't get the last 10. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. And then like a minute before the cap runs out, just bust him, get rid of him. Yeah, so I mean, you guys like that idea? So if we get rid of the whitelist, it'll open up people just to come on the server, have fun with it, not have to worry about having an email, waiting a week for us to get around to actually getting them on the whitelist, and if we get the name wrong, have to wait another week. There's one guy, bless his soul, I forgot his name, it's like A A L Cirque or something like that. He has been waiting for a month to get on the server, because I kept on getting his name wrong. Until I saw him try logging in one day and saw his name being portrayed exactly as it is, I was able to get on the whitelist. I saw that. He kept on trying to write it as a 1, then an L, then a lowercase j or something. Yeah, it was just a whole mess. Eventually, though, Um, we got him on. So you guys in favor for getting rid of the whitelist or in favor of keeping the whitelist? Um... Now, before I give my vote on this, do we have on our site, have we have we put up all of the server commands? Those are still coming uh, from Bradford when he gets his computer fixed. Okay, because that's the one thing that I could see being an issue when we have people who 
hop right on, and they're just completely clueless because they well, are the friend of a friend. Even if that, I mean, people on the whitelist who even make whitelists still come on. Oh, what am I doing? Oh, that's why I made something special for everybody. I'm gonna talk about it now. It's supposed to be a later segment. I went through and actually made help videos based the basics of the server: how to create shops, how to pick your class, how to pick your profession, how to bind your skills, unbind your skills, use the dragonfly path, use your money, how to find your money, how to do your, uh, how to even you well. I did a part of it was supposed to be in there was how to use the auction house, but I somehow forgot to put it in. I'll put that in a later time. Dude, that's <laughs> awesome. So it's all there on a video. I walk people through it. It's high definition. It's on our wi- website at minecraftoffrecord.com. And just give it a look because everyone, like, people have been saying, thanks guys in this chat room, by the way, that it's been a big help. When we tell them, they ask, how do I make a shop? I don't know how to make a shop. Go to the video. Part 2 has the shops. They go on there, they're back in the game, they're making shops. Okay, I'm ready to cast my vote now. Alright, Fred, what's your vote? I'm in favor of keeping the whitelist, and here's the reason why. No, here's the reason why. You you guys will understand when I say this. Because we've been preaching on the last several episodes that in order to get on the whitelist, you had to email a certain email address. People would still email our main email address. These are going to be the same people that don't listen to the podcast, that don't listen to what we say there, that aren't going to go out of their way to learn how the commands on the server are. They're going to be constantly spamming in the chat on the server, asking how to do every little thing, because those people are either lazy or they're not smart enough to comprehend how things work. Oh, On the other side, though, on that same note, people do that anyway already. It's going to happen, regardless. What about the people who aren't that way and want to get in? What about the fact that we have a lot of lists? The main reason for the whitelist was so that it was four listeners of the show only, which, again, limited very much how many players can be on that server. Also, um, what was my point I'm getting at here? I just completely brain farted. Uh, oh, friends coming on who don't listen to the show are going to get a big dose of what our show is because we have a lot of fans that play on that server a lot so they're going to become accustomed to the show not to like self-advertise or anything like that but that's kind of the point of the servers it's for the show for the people who listen to the show and for promoting the show this is it could work as a promotional tool for the show as well well Well, that's going to be part of my argument I think if we were going to do that, then we should just keep things how they are, but actually allow those people to send you an email and say that they're a friend of so-and-so and and they told you to email that address. Well, that that goes to the point of I'm the one that has to go through all those emails and do whitelist invites. So make Dave do it. No! That was going to be my... (laughs) There's the point right there. Dave, your vote. Okay, I vote that we keep the whitelist because I don't want to have to work as an admin. I'm kidding. that the whitelist is okay to go in my book. It's going to stay on the main server, though. People, if they want to get on the main server, will have to be on the whitelist. Because that, that server is not policed good, very much. Yeah. Just because we don't have admins patrolling it 100% of the time. Right. I just want to clarify that. So the whitelist would only be removed from the MMO server. Derek? I'm going to say get rid of... Just, just kind of like what you said too. Like our show right now has been very RPG server specific, and 
how are you going to pick up more listeners if they're if we're talking about a server they can't even get onto? So if they get on there and start playing, then they're going to want to listen to the show, which is going to build the base. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like like Sean's saying, uh, he's like you know uh, he wants to be you know sheriff. So mm-hmm. yeah. Let them have fun. Well, yeah, that's the whole thing is our trial admins, they're the main police of the server. If it's something beyond their ability, like someone needs to get banned, they can come to us and we'll either give them the approval to ban the snot out of them or not. So, so yeah, we're going to be, we're going to be hiring, if you will, in quotes, you're hiring another trial admin or two to assist Steve and everything because technically myself, Derek, and Dave are developers of the game right now until we get a lot the majority of it finished so we're not exactly available to do police work all the time just saying and i also need to get more people on the server for testing purposes because this a lot of the game was built for the group environment and we don't have enough on all the time to really develop that group environment to test those those elements so chat room what is your vote whitelist or no while they're doing that, because right now we're three to one for whitelist going off. And <laughs> so far as the air is silent. <laughs> so far the vote in the chat room is no whitelist. And yeah, everyone's saying like a lot of Yeah, everyone's saying off. Well so, here's what I was thinking too. <clears throat> if you you can turn it off, but you're not gonna like get rid of it, right? It'll still no, be no, there. The, oh yeah, the whitelist will still be present. So if it comes to the okay. point where we need to institute it. Anyone who is currently on the whitelist will be on that whitelist if we have to redo it. Hopefully we don't, but if we do, it's still there. Right, I, th- I think that's a good idea just to let everybody know that you're not going to have to like resub. All it takes me is I have to turn off one command off the server, and it keeps the whitelist there, but it no longer instituted as a must-have. And I, I do want to say before we start getting the QQ emails being sent in, just because we're lifting a whitelist doesn't mean that we're going to be letting back in the people who've been banned. Oh, by the way, guys, I did institute a little trick I called the rules. The rules? The rules. The rules. When you first log into the server, you can't do anything until you either accept or deny the rule list that pops up on your screen. If you deny it, it instant kicks you. If nice. you approve it, you're walking around doing the server as normal. Something else I instituted this week. <laughs> so they get a up 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 close in their face do, dose of the uh, of the rules right there. All right. So if if they accept and they're still walking around, that pretty much means I accept your rules. I cannot go against them. Uh, I, I cannot pretend like uh, I don't know what I'm doing. Exactly. If now, they deny the rules, they kick them every time. What? Does that pop up every time they log in. Uh, no, only the first time to log in. Okay. It's a one-time deal. So everyone who's been on this, I haven't seen it active yet because everyone who's been playing has already been on there for a while. I saw it kick in for one person once. I don't know if it was Vin or somebody else, but someone got hit by it. <laughs> so anyway, with that done, let's move on to the Antnox server updates. Oh yeah. 
Alright guys, first on the list, adjusted mob difficulty. The monsters got tired of watching all the players get buffed up, so they opened up a gym for 1E per month. It has worked, and Reaper's required workout time has increased every monster's toughness by at least 20%. Creepers, however, slept in. What this means is that every monster has more hit points, and they do more damage. Some a lot more than others. Some were only buffed up about 15-20%. In the case of wolves, over 200% in both health and damage output. Uh, Creepers actually took a reduction. They have... 15% 15% less hit points and do 15% less damage than what they did prior. It'll still one-shot one explode you in a heartbeat if you are low level, but higher levels can now withstand their blast. But not two blasts. Just saying. Um, any thoughts on that, gentlemen? Or I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep uh, going. I, I, like the, I like the creeper nerf. Just, you know, it'd be nice... Give you a reason to like keep some leather armor around, maybe just to absorb that one shot, so you can get away. It's not an automatic death. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, uh, <laughs> not quite automatic anyway. Uh, on the other side of the coin, the classes all grew half a brain and now require thirty percent less XP to level. This is a lesson to all: stay in school, and you will and you will level up in life much faster. And don't do drugs. Don't do drugs, exactly. So that basically <laughs> means now, as it says, every class now requires 30% less XP to level. So if you log in after a couple of days wondering why you're suddenly two levels higher, is because it actually did a... It takes... You have a overall server-wide XP total earned. So what it does is it matches your XP total earned to your level. So if you logged out at level 12 and I did all these changes and you come back a few days later and you're level 14, it's because it said, oh, look, this person's total is equal to level 14 now. And it gave you that level. <gasps> I can log in and look. So, um, oh, yeah, two new classes join the fray. Don't get too overexcited because they are hero classes, which means you have to get three level 50s. Them, or three three classes at level 50 before you can unlock them. Reason is is that they are OP. Over, OP means overpowered. Uh, the first one to join the fray is the Dread Knight. If you think of a warlock and then um, bit slap him down with a Dark Knight, <laughs> you have a Dread Knight. So a Dread Knight's a combination warlock, Dark Knight's melee BA-ness with magic. Okay, they have a lot of cool abilities. One of them has the ability to pull enemies towards you. Now you said this takes three different classes to get to. Now, yeah. w- what's the third one? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> <laughs> it was warlock, dark knight, and I want to say mage. Yeah, it was mage because they're uh, a caster heavy melee, so they're like kind of like a battle mage, if you will. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, the next one to join the fray was the Psycho. Yeah, don't ask. Um, a Psycho requires a Warrior, Assassin, and Rogue. Or, no, Druid, Warrior, and, a, and Rogue to level 50 to unlock. They are the most unique class in the game, how they work. They use shovels as their weapon, like a Druid does. They have abilities that will knock enemies back four different four blocks when they hit them if they use the ability. It's like a pushback. 
Um, they have Grenade as their ability, which will actually throw TNT. And that's why I'm going to be a Psycho. Then they have three other abilities that are passive, which create the combo system in the game. They have a combo system. What that means is when you're at level 30, you unlock the first of the combo system, which means every time you swing your shovel, you have a 40% chance of creating a combo. When that combo hits, when you hit level 40, you get the next tier. The next tier is... It's a, I forgot like I called it. It's like a combo addition, but... You have after you hit if you hit that first combination, you have another thirty percent chance to hit the second tier combination. And each one of these times that you hit these these uh, combos, it does a, it does double weapon damage. The first one double, the second one double of that. And then when you hit level fifty, you unlock the combo finisher. The combo finisher is a thirty percent chance from if you get the second level tier combo to activate, you have a thirty percent chance of doing a finisher, which does double damage of all of that. So it works out to 16 times weapon damage if it links up with all the chances. Anyway, the science, I guess, is okay. Um, so that's the Psycho, and we uh, added a new profession to the game, and that is the Master Crafter. It requires level 50 in all the professions to unlock. Why? Because it lets you enchant. So now all the whiners on the server will shut the, up Nah, they, they'll, they'll still complain anyway. Who am I kidding? But anyway, what this does, and I feel like I'm talking to myself because my co-hosts are dead silent. We're no, listening. listening. You keep talking. <laughs> yeah. What this does is at level 15, when you unlock Master Crafter, a Master Crafter at level 5 will unlock all the abilities you get from all the other classes, which includes mining, logging, fishing, farming, herbalism, Potion use, you can't make potions in Mastercrafter, but you can use them. This unlocks all those all at once, and it's actually a 15% when you max out level, higher chance than any other class to get extra ore, extra wood, extra fish, that kind of thing. Um, but level 15, you unlock enchanting. Now, here's the kicker. Only some enchants are allowed to be used. And each enchant requires a different level to use. So at level 15 enchanting, you have two enchants you have available to you that you can enchant with. Level 30 is a different enchant. Level 40, level 50 has a couple. Level 45, level 35. You get the idea. So that's how it's been planned, and that's how it's working in the Master Crafter skill tree. I'm so excited about this. Um, I'm glad to know that enchanting is like an attainable goal. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to help out a lot. It's always been my goal from the start. I try to keep it silent. And I hinted at it periodically, but I wanted to figure out how to implement it correctly without breaking elements of the game. So what I did was I found a way of doing that so it keeps all the elements of the game in the game that are highly prized and obtainable, like certain things in, um, like from boss drops. And I believe enchanting is limited to only one enchant per tool or weapon. Has anybody hit level 50 yet? No, we don't have a level 50 yet. And I've been carefully monitoring time versus play for people with classes in the professions. Our highest level profession, I believe, is level 36 minor. And I forgot who it was that had that. Our highest level class is Lisnod with his druid. I believe last I looked it was 36 or 34, something like that. 
That was Smedgehead. Yeah, Smedgehead had the highest level uh, profession currently. That guy's a, ma- a mining fiend. So Lesnar's level 34 druid. He's our highest level class. With this change, with requiring 30% less, it's going to be. It's going. It looks like to take three to four weeks to level one class to 50 if you play a lot. If you don't, it could take you about two months for one class. So I don't expect the hero classes to be unlocked anytime soon. We'll see. But you know, it really depends on if you're in a group, how you're playing, if you're actively per- trying to level up your classes, then you're going to level them up obviously quite much, quite quite a bit faster. If you're doing group quests and you're doing groups with bosses, you're going to see a much higher XP gain than you would soloing. So that's here or there. Um, and I did a whole lot of class class changes with new skills, a lot of them. The first one was a pyromancer. We removed his blacksmith ability just to auto-smelt. We felt it was kind of silly, so we got rid of it, or I did. And we added a new ability. He sat down and had a nice long talk with creepers, and they gave him the secret of blast protection. At level 35, a pyromancer gets a passive ability called blast protection, which has 25% passive blast resistance, meaning it's always active. So that means the pyromancer has a leg up on any everybody else when it comes to creeper damage. They will survive a creeper blast wearing nothing but leather. So, what do you guys think about that one? I think it sounds good. Alright, druids can now kick sand. They met up with a soccer, or a <laughs> European football pro, and taught him how to re- release their frustration from hugging trees by kicking sand in mobs' faces. So, this, this skill can only be bound and used when you're standing on sand. Just saying. It does pretty good damage for what it does. Uh, priests can now heal their hit points and mana much faster while staying still. This is a passive ability, so when you stand still, it will start to activate. And what it does is it, you basically gain three times the amount of health as normal when standing still, and you get double the mana regen. However, they get pwned twice as fast if attacked. The squishy got squishier, kinda. So if they get attacked, they take twice as much damage. If they're standing still when that ability is active. How do you get out of that ability? By moving. Assassins got with pyromancers, and in their evil meetings times three, came up with a way for assassins to lay fire traps. It marks the ground, and when a, a person or a mob goes over that ground, it erupts in fire. That sounds really fun. I can even set this to be an AoE if I feel like it, where they can mark up to a three-block radius. Ooh, feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have to adjust that. All right, Rangers got a new arrow type called Super something or rather. I forgot the exact name. That does two and a half times the normal arrow damage for one shot. So you can kill a creeper in one hit. Alrighty, champions. Even though no one is strong enough to unlock one yet, they have the ability, a passive ability, that adds 20% crit chance for one and a half weapon damage. However, they have to first learn how to actually hit a target before the ability can work. Alright, add the ability in-game to see other player stats. So now you can play admin and spy on your friends and enemies and make them feel stark naked. 
In other words, what this does is you can right-click on us on somebody, and it will tell you their level, their hit points. It'll tell you their what the last dinner they had, what their last poop looked like. I'm just kidding. Um, what it is is it shows their hit points, their class, their their level. It shows their location, the direction they're at. So, and you can type in forward slash p stats or p info. Player info, forward slash p info space in their name, and you can see all the information no matter where you're at. And that's for anyone can do this. It will tell you their location. It will tell you their basic information about that character. Admins, we can see everything, including their IP address, which makes it easy for us to ban somebody. So no such thing as privacy anymore. Uh, well, the privacy is on the player to player. Um, when it comes, it's mostly for the group dynamic. You know, in most MMOs, you can right-click on someone's portrait right. and see their stats. Well, this is the same kind, same exact thing. Oh, cool. However, for admins, I gave us more info so that we have abilities to find troublemakers easier. And the fact that, for one, it does give us the IP address so that we can ban via IP and they can't try logging with their characters getting back on the server again. They're just toast. Um, let me see here. When I, when I launched it, people loved it. It was a very, very good, um, response from it. Uh, working on an, oh yeah, yeah, I spent all day today working on the updated Antnock edition of Questcraft texture pack. Uh, creepers are now things of nightmares. You're welcome. Oh my god, they really are. Yeah, they're really cool. I like the way they turned out. So far I have done is iron doors were changed, I changed cobblestone, bedrock, creepers were completely redone, the skeleton was updated, wither skeleton was redone, um, we're going to get Enderman done, I think I'm going to put that on Derek, because he does really good with that kind of thing. Cool. Um, and as well as Ender Dragon. I did, I did a lot today actually, I just completely spaced what it was. Did a lot of texture work, needless to say. Um, we're making it more in line with how the server, well, we want the server to look. I'm, I'm going to be looking into better water animation and better lighting animations to give it more of a higher res feel in the game. So we'll let you guys know when that's done. Hopefully it won't take too long because it's not exactly making like, like we're making an entire new texture pack. It's just tweaking the one done. Um, that's it for me, guys. Any thoughts on the notes? Um, I like I like what you've done this week. Um, all I can say is good job. I didn't do anything, but uh, <laughs> why? Thank you. I, I like the way things are going. Yeah, for saying you didn't do it too many days this week, you accomplished a lot. <laughs> yeah, I get down and busy. Uh, discussion topic, gentlemen. What would we like to see in the future of our servers, as in both of them? What ideas do you guys have? We were going to try to get some fans on to talk to us about this, but none of them are over eighteen who want to talk. So, it's just us. But we can let the chat room go in there and, and talk. Basically, what do we want to see? What ideas do we have for the future? Like uh, races, do we want to see other elements to the RTB, RPG, MMORPG server added, maybe possibly future implemented, um, things of that nature, or even ideas for the other server. Like, do we want to take some of the MMO stuff that we've done and apply it somehow to the other server? Um... I would say the other server, I'd probably just kind of leave it alone just for people who want to play Minecraft, really. I mean, since we already had the... I mean, if they want to do the RPG elements, they should just come over to the RPG server. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm with Derek on that. I think that yes. the other server needs to stay classic Minecraft. And um, I was going to say, uh, we've been working on, you know, a lot of uh, PvP areas and, and, uh, and quests and everything. We'll have to figure out a way, you know, to add, start to add some more uh, PvE, pretty much. And just pretty much uh, make the world maybe, you know, feel more lived in. Alive maybe? and vibrant. <clears throat> yeah, because, you know, just like the people who prefer just to play on Minecraft server, Vanilla... There are other people who like to come on the RPG server and would love the PvP stuff, but there's other people who just like to explore. Oh, well, the vast majority is the uh, exploring element. I've noticed from all yeah. the players, there's very few people who actually get into the PvP. That's why we do it by, like, Battleground-based, where it's quest-based, it's different. The objectives are... It's all objective-based PvP. It's not just go in there and kill each other. There's a couple right. of those, but... Oh, yeah, know, and they're fun. Death Race, the boss... The thing you're working on, Derek, I'm not going to give any information on that yet. Okay. That's up to you. Oh, no, it's, it's okay. Go ahead and talk about it. No, you're designing it. Well, it's it's like another death race, but it's a vertical death race. Mm-hmm. And so uh, people will be cursing my up. name when it's over. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I had other ideas, too. Um, I was thinking the other day about... Oh, no, no, no. I'll have to rethink about that. Anyway... The only what I was thinking about was adding elements from this the RPG server into the other server because we use an economy system on the main server. I was thinking about just switching over the economy system that we're using on the RPG into the main server, but calling it dollars instead of emons. Oh yeah, that one would be a good idea. I think that's great. I mean, I don't think anything else really need to be tweaked or moved over, but no. Yeah, it's actually exactly what I was about to say is that we probably need to think about, you know, not just blanket no, but more of taking each mod on a case-for-case basis as to whether it'd be good on the other server. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we use teleport systems. Obviously, the dragon mount system wouldn't be viable. Class system, no. <laughs> that just wouldn't be viable at all. So, yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's definitely up for discussion on topic. Well, something I'd like to see is, um, you know, as you were writing the kind of like, you know, the uh, the history uh, of the server, the um, the backstory, mm-hmm. I guess, um, it'd be nice to expand on that and, you know, just even go back even further and take some of those elements that, that you come up with and have visual representations throughout the world. Like if, like if people know the, uh, you know, the backstory to the server and they're way out somewhere and they come across an abandoned, you know, uh, uh, temple, they might actually figure out what it is just by, you know, the way it looks because the way it was described or. Yeah. You know. Um, day day, David Farkasen, he's the one that's doing the soundtrack, the official soundtrack for the server. He uh, came up with a new song because I sent him the background story, which isn't out yet because we're waiting for Joe Bradford to finish up the official guide. So I'm included into that that website, that web page on our our main site. But basically he took that and he made a song out of it that was probably the best one he's done yet, in my opinion. And that was called "It's This Is My World, Reaper's Wrath. It's It literally tells a story in audio form about how Reaper found a rift in the quest world and moved over to Anok and how he began to take over 
Antioch and the attack on the city and all that kind of stuff. It, it if you know the background story, that song really, really hits home. I think he did a fantastic job with it. I totally agree, and that's that's what made me start to think about this because, of course, that that's my new favorite. Every time he does something, it's my new favorite. Yeah. Um, but I was listening to that. I was like, wouldn't it be cool to be just hearing this and you walk up? And you could see like the remnants of where you know the rift was ripped open. There is something else I want to talk to you guys about. Actually, I've I've pretty much said no to this idea, but there's a way. Well, the big problem with a lot of um, thing, a lot of limitations on the server is the fact that 80% of the game is is supported from the client side or the player side. Only 20% is done server side. So things like music and a lot of GUI interfaces I can't do because they're all player side. However. There are mods out there that will say, like, it's a major one client mod, which we put on the server, and then it, it requires every player to download the player side mod, which links it to what we have going on the server, so where we could add a soundtrack to the server. We could add a GUI. However, it requires people to have to download another mod and figure out how to install it. The other thing is, is do we just want to wait for the API to come out and see what our limitations are going to be at that point? I would vote to wait for the API because, like, right now, there's there are so many... We have so many players that I know, like, are having... They can't even get our texture pack because they, they're so limited. Mm-hmm. And I would hate for... In my opinion, I would hate for them to uh, be pretty much excluded from the server just because they can't run it. Yeah, that's kind of the way I was... That's the way I've been leading... Yeah, I I think that one of the beauties of our servers is that to play on the RPG server, there's no reason to install... You don't have to install anything. You can just come on with a fresh copy of Minecraft and be ready to go and do whatever you want. That's one of the beauties of, of how we have that server set up and why I believe it's so much more successful than some other servers out there. Because I've I've been on servers where you log in and they say, oh well, you don't have the mods required to do everything here. And that just it, it ruins it. Completely yeah, agree with Dave. Definitely, especially if we're going down the route of getting rid of the whitelist to uh, increase accessibility. That's the path we need to go to keep the game accessible to everyone. Good point. Yep. So that's definitely out. We'll just play it by what the API is when they get released in January. And see what we can do from there. Because I want to, I want to add David's David Farkasen's soundtrack so bad to the server prime. Can you imagine that new song being played when you go into Antioch City? Oh, it would be epic. Yeah. All right. Any other thoughts on this, gentlemen? Before we move on to the rest of the show. I like how you said. Can you imagine what it'd be like to hear that song? Everybody went quiet because they were trying to picture it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, because, like, for instance, um, I'm going to play this right now for you guys, actually. So if you go into the Mount Tundrum zone, I'd be playing the song Tundrum. And this is that song. Like, I promise you guys, one song per week. Here it is right now.
And that, I think, is still my favorite song that he's done so far. I don't know, but you got to wait another uh, three weeks before you hear the one that came out recently. <laughs> <laughs> or you can just go and i, I got to put that link up. I, I'm waiting again for that new page that's going to have all the information for the server on it. <sighs> anyway. All right, guys, we're going to move on to the zombie's mouth. I'm not going to do a bumper because we have only one little thing to go over really quick. And that is Snapshot 12W49A is now available for testing. Fred, tell us about this. This is just a small little update on their end. And they added fireworks, but there's no sound effect yet. That's going to come soon. They added enchanted books for enchanting items. Nether brick slabs. And they fixed plenty of bugs, but they didn't go into details of what those are yet. 1.5 1.5 doesn't seem like they're adding too much to it, which is nice. It's more of a quality of life fixes and changes. I think fireworks are going to be fun, especially doing the texture side of it. That could be a lot yeah. of fun. I don't especially think that's the whole animation thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, I hope they do it correctly. It's where, yeah, it's going to be nice. Oh, yeah. Well, I've, I've done already done animations in the game before, Derek. It's a matter of doing the right texture maps for the particles. Um, for right. instance, like the beam for the beacon, I completely changed that. And that's an animation. All right. <clears throat> Any other thoughts on this, guys? Nope. Um, I think it's. I, I can't wait for fireworks, Dave. What What do you think about fireworks? I think that it's not a new type of war, or has anything to do with mining or crafting. <laughs> true. <laughs> You're true. Very true. Can you use fireworks to detonate? Well, I gotta admit though, the direction they've been going with Minecraft lately has actually spawned the idea for this new server and has been prompting it along. (laughs) So fireworks, as useless as they may be, add more immersion into the game for the RPG element. And I can see fireworks. What do you need to make fireworks? Uh, Gunpowder. So all the more reason to go kill more creepers. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and hunt them on my server. They're about three times more powerful than a normal game. I mean, it sounds great because, I mean, there you go. Maybe, I mean, I don't know how they're going to do this, but me personally, I'll be like, okay, so now I got another use for uh, Lapis. You know, if I want blue fireworks, because that stuff's virtually useless now. Just any kind of dye. Dye and gunpowder, fireworks. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and move on to the Creeper Corner with Dan, and we'll wrap up the rest of the show. Huh? Who's there? Show yourself. Huh? Oh well. Oh, stupid creeper corner. And we are back in the creeper corner, and joining us for this segment is Mr. Dan Boontini Wilson. Hey everybody, glad to be back for another week of mods and texture packs. Hey Dan, welcome back. Thanks. The floor is yours, Dan, I don't know what you're waiting on. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Well, this week I again have two bucket plugins that I think are really useful or fun. But the first one is called Chess Craft. This creates a giant chessboard it's life-sized and it's in an arena and 
it's I just thought this looked really cool, and it makes it easier on the on the admins and the players because inside of this arena, it has two sides, and you can click on the signs instead of typing in commands in order to do things. And this is very innovative and fun.、Uh, in order to move a piece, all you do is right-click on the piece and right-click on the、uh, the spot on the board that you want to place it, and it'll move there on its own. It'll like disappear and reappear. And these things are taller than your players, so it's kind of like a wizard's chest from Harry Potter. It's I I stumbled upon、oh, this and it, it looks so you awesome. You brought up a Harry Potter reference. It's never touching my server. I was about to say、oh, now it sounds awesome. Oh, <laughs> the, the giant chest. <laughs> uh, but the other one that I have for you guys is what I think might be a little more awesome. What this does is,、uh, first of all, the name. <laughs> It's called Cannons. And what this does you is this one up already, didn't you? Like did I three, three or four episodes ago? I think you did. Hmm. I believe I did. Well,、uh -huh. all right then. I have another one. It's called Real Weather. <laughs> He has、it's、a backup called, for a backup. It's called Real Weather <sighs> and Biomes. What this does is it adds realistic temperatures to the desert and the tundra biomes. And for example, if you're in the desert, you cannot go a long period of time without having to find a source of water and just make your player swim for a little bit. Unless if you do, if you don't do that, you die. I think it'll just be PO'd if I put something like that in. I well, think I think it adds more of a survivalistic、uh, aspect to the travel. On well, yes and no, Dan. But you also look on the other aspect of the way the server is built, based on、uh, encourage exploration. But also, when they go into zones, for instance, and they go in to fight bosses and that nature, that that could take a lot of time. They don't want to die from you know dehydration when they're trying to fight Zombie King. That could be painful. Well, I really don't. I really don't think our our players are really up to that level of gameplay. I mean, I remember this one guy who like. He died of starvation while carrying food. Yeah, I know exactly. That, that so kind of I, I don't know. I don't think I handle it. <laughs> wow! Thanks for bringing、wow. that back up, guys. <laughs> Appreciate that.、Oh. <laughs> anyway, my texture pack. All of you guys keep on giving me crud about choosing these low-level texture packs. Well, this one, this one is different. It's probably the highest-end texture pack that I can find. It is 256 by 256. You didn't look hard enough because there's plenty of 512s、oh. out there. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll do better next time.、What? I swear. <laughs> But this, I, I was browsing and this texture pack caught my eye. It is amazingly beautiful. If your computer can handle it, I highly recommend it. This has got to be、uh, top two. This is the second on my top ten list of texture packs, right beneath Questcraft. But it's beautiful. Download it if you can. It's right on Planet Minecraft.、Did、so check、name? that out. Apparently, your RPG texture packs number three. 
I'm, no, I'm letting yeah. that steer around. I heard that. I said, <laughs> I said right below Questcraft. Well, yeah. yeah. What about Questcraft, Questcraft is number one. What about Antioch yeah. Edition Questcraft? I mean, geez. That's number three. <laughs> no, that, I, I consider that those are a bundle. The RPG not even and the, the other same, one bro. is a bundle. The new one is improved. <laughs> and I will do a review on that next week. Look forward to that, guys. If we have it done by next week. We'll see. We've got a lot of work to do on the server still. I'm, I'm putting Derek and Dave back in the mix to get some content done. Uh, thanks a lot, Dan. Not a problem. Bye. Good night. All right. He's done. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did he even oh. say what the, the texture pack was? No, he didn't say the name. <laughs> Man. That we'll let him uh, stew that one over, and when he realizes what he did, he'll bring up the name next week. <laughs> Man, that was just bad. Man, that, that, that texture pack, I'm excited to hear which one it is. It's super high density. Yeah, 256. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. <laughs> oh, we love Dan. He's awesome. All right, guys, let's get on to the Creeper Corner. Real pixelated genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Dirt Builder. Mr. Dirt Builder. Only you could think it's a good idea to build your house and yard out of dirt. Hey, my house is my garden. Only you get mad when people destroy your house and your yard for the dirt. WTF, bro, is watering my house. What I meant to say was real pixelated genius. Obviously, by that song, you got you realized I made a mistake. But anyway, so we're going on to real pixelated genius, and we have reality or Minecraft reality. I believe this is actually um, a uh, iPhone app, is what it's previewing. I'm pretty sure that's the case too, because it starts off showing the guy with the car on his phone. Mm-hmm. So that's the impression I got, too. I just thought it was really cool because it actually shows a bunch of Minecraft stuff in the real world. Dan said that the name is PPHD Texture Pack in <laughs> the chat room. Oops. It looked really neat. I really like the uh, image of the airplane coming out of the computer in 3D fashion. That was pretty neat. Yeah. And apparently, if you get that app, you can do that with things that you build, I would assume. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking up the app right now. So you guys go ahead and talk amongst yourselves here. Um, Joe's going to take a picture of Dan's room, and he's going to put one of those new creepers in there. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you found me out here. Minecraft Reality is an app, and it's $1.99 for it. It's only rated three stars. Yeah, that's probably because people can't figure out how to use it. I imagine something like that probably isn't as simple as taking a picture and it's instantly done. Yeah, they're basically saying it does nothing, really, but put images in there and it's not worth the $2. But That's all it really advertises to do. Yeah, yeah exactly. <clears throat> so, well, that's that. Um, this next one's kind of like a... Uh, it's called Solitude. It's a short Minecraft film. Oh, by the way, Minecraft Reality was done by Minecraft Reality, so you guys know you can look it up. Uh, next one's Solitude. It's a short Minecraft film. Um, Minecraft mini movie with basically a powerful music and theme done by Master Levid. Master L E V I D. I'm actually going to play the song because I found it quite interesting. So here you go. Mm-hmm. 
So here I am. I'm not sure if I've ever found any trace of my own kind. I spend most of my time building. With each passing day, my projects get bigger and more elaborate. keeps me from tripping over the edge of insanity. Along with these creatures, my friends, most of them keep me company. Others just try to wipe me out. I can stare at the landscape for hours. What is this place? Why is it so empty? And sometimes I wonder whether there's more to it, a purpose, a reason for this place to exist. I wonder if there's more to it than just those cattle and hogs wandering aimlessly. Like me. I believe that I'm different, and one day I aim to prove it. I don't know if I'll ever get back to where I came from, but this is my home now. I cut down these trees and made them into lumber. I melted this sand into glass. I've climbed mountains to escape the wild beasts of this land. And I've dug into the very heart of the earth and seen the jeweled treasure hidden there. This is where I stand. I carved my home out of clay and solid rock. One day, someone will find it. They will see what I've left behind. And I promise you this. Whosoever comes to this land, they will know I was here. There's only one fear that plagues me. What if no one ever comes? This is as close to rescue as I'm gonna get. I've got a house and a warm bed. In summer, I've got sandy beaches. In winter, I've got hot fires and a bowl of mushroom soup. 
and I've got a spare bedroom ready, just in case somebody needs it. Until then, I will hold the line, and I will wait. I can't tell you what tomorrow will bring. I can only promise you that I'll be here for it. That was the song in the video. I I think that's extremely well done. Kind of gives you a visual representation of Minecraft in a way, you know? Yeah, the video fits it perfectly. It does. I could never go back to single player. I mean, when I played single player, that's kind of like the image I thought in my head. Is I kind of put myself as like the uh, abandoned person in an unknown world kind of thing. I could never go back to playing single player after playing multiplayer anymore, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I love that. That's actually extremely well done. And that was done by Master Levid. Any other thoughts on that, guys? That was yeah, it well was done. very well done, and I'm glad I found that. Yeah, me too. Because oddly enough, that was actually in the sidebar when I was on that Minecraft reality video for me. Nice. Can I just link you right over to it and got in? Yeah. Beautiful. I was glad I clicked on it because it was about halfway down. <laughs> Honestly, though, that's that feeling that everyone who plays Minecraft needs to have. Like, when remember, Joe, when we took Fred out to teach him about Minecraft? Mm-hmm. We literally stranded him on an island. Yeah. That, that that's how you learn how to Minecraft. So you stranded me on an island, and then and you you're welcome. Then you brought Dan over there, and then the game became griefing Dan for me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times. How many beds do you think are at the bottom of that ocean? There were a few. <laughs> <laughs> Four or five, at least. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to go ahead and move on to the block party. I'm not going to do a bumper, because we only have one email. And that's from Jaden. He says, hey, QGN guys. I originally started listening to Skyrimoth Record and listened the whole way through. I was it was amazing. Now I'm listening to Minecraft off the record and I was wondering if I could join your server. It sounds like a blast, but I couldn't find the proper IP address to your proper IP address on your website. We have an answer to that. You guys want to answer that one? It's all on our website. If if you go to our website, (laughs) Minecraftofftherecord.com You can click on the QGN servers tab and it will list IP info for you. Exactly. Now if it is it should be up to date, right, Joe? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is. Yeah, that's where you'll find all the information. Then so that, you, I thought at first it might be a trick question. Like the maybe first Joe IP... lost power, got a new <laughs> IP address, and never updated it, so he wanted to catch me there. <laughs> no, it's actually uh, if you go to the bottom of that of the QGN servers tab, it's a little black bar on top of the website. Can't miss it. Says QGN servers on the bottom of the page, right near the bottom, right above. Our Ventrilo information is the MMORPG server information. The very first IP is for a regular server. And those are the only two running because the build-off is currently down until we come up with a solution for that. Um, so that's where it's at. 
go get on it. You don't need to worry about whitelisting on the MMO server anymore. If you want to get on our regular server, you still have to be whitelisted, and we'll give you that information here very, very soon. Uh, Fred, QGN News. QGN News. Our record days are as follows. Minecraft, off the record, records at 7 p.m. on Sundays at livestream.com forward slash the quest show. It is the only show that we record live on the network now, and that is Eastern Standard Time. Adrenaline Gaming is on Wednesdays. Elder Scrolls, off the record, is on Thursdays. Quest Legion, we recorded episode three this morning, but it will resume its Friday record schedule this week. Dungeon Crawler comes out bi-weekly whenever Dave feels like it. And we'd love for you to join us in our <laughs> chat room during our live recordings. All righty. As always, our live stream recording is at livestream.com forward slash the quest show. It's every Sunday night. We usually start, we hit the uh, go live button around 6.30 p.m. Eastern time for show prep. And as soon as we get done prepping, we go right into the show. And that's it. Just come on, join us in the live chat room and have fun. We have one five-star review shout out in the UK from Howard 14 Thank you very much for your five-star review. And our final thoughts, gentlemen, now that our whitelist is done, let the uh, terror begin. I'm just kidding. I, I really don't expect much issues, honestly. We have a lot of safeguards in place for it. So, And we have some uh, cutthroat trial admins out there. Just saying. Remember, folks, the original server is now a gated community. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Joe, you said that all the, the monsters went to a gym that trains them for 1G apiece? One emens a month, yeah. Yeah, when, when are normal users going to have access to that gym? No, the classes have been using it a long time ago. It's the uh, the Widgetitis Gym of Awesomeness, and they get buffed periodically from that. Oh, we, we, I want that for my paladin. <laughs> As a side note, I own the gym, so I'm getting all kinds of emeralds. So Widgetitis, is that, do they have a spray for that or something? <laughs> hey, Varwini Cream. I think that was good for final thoughts. Derek, you have anything else? <laughs> um, actually, I was going to say, um, you know, if anybody has any like ideas about, you know, what direction we like to go with with the server, I mean, all ideas are welcomed. I mean, just you know, send send them like um, like on the Twitter or something, so we can uh, you know check them out. Twitter, email through our MCOTR server team email address, things like that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we we might not like, we'll consider everything, not going to do everything, but it'll be nice to hear, you know, more ideas the better. And Dave, you have anything else to say? Um, yeah, the just that, I know people are asking the question. Mobs actually earn twice as much as normal users per hour. <laughs> yeah, and Fred, <laughs> anything else? No, I'm done. All right, guys. <laughs> How to reach us, dun-dun-dun. Uh, Dave, I'm letting you do this one. Oh, boy. All right, how to reach us. You can reach all of our awesome uh, shows at questgamingnetwork.com, but specifically, you can reach our show, as well as all of our information for our servers, at minecraftofftherecord.com. Send in an email. You can complain at uh, us about bringing on Dan and, and uh, Origin this week. No, don't do that. We love them. It's minecraftofftherecord at gmail.com is where you can send in your hate mail. 
Or you can send in your, your questions and reports about server issues to Minecraft off the record server team. I'm sorry, Minecraft MCOTR server team at gmail.com. That always messes me I up. I want to make up, I'm going to make one point. Please refrain from the minor things. Like we had an email today, someone pointing out that he found two sp- monster spawners somewhere in his property and gave us actual coordinates for them. Don't do that. <laughs> Just don't. If it's a real issue, then please do so. Yeah, that's MCOTR server team at gmail.com. Also, uh, remember to check out our forums at questgamingcommunity.com. You can check us out in-game. If you see us on, Widget is at, well, Widget. Fred is at Vimerse. I'm at DWM Terry. And Dan is at Boontini. Bowbender, when he gets on, is at Bowbender. And Derek is someone. I don't remember his name. Sigh. <laughs> Twitter. You can catch us on Twitter. At it's Origin, by the way. A-A-R-R-A-G-I-N. <laughs> nice try, Dave. Dang it. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. You're welcome. <laughs> Twitter. You can catch us on Twitter at Minecraft OTR. You can catch Joe on Twitter at author J.R. Wilson. Fred, you can catch him at Sith Lord Corv. That's K-O-R-V. Sith Lord Corv. You can catch me at D-Enforce. D-I-E-N Force. Eh, not much power behind that one today. <laughs> Dan, you can catch him at Boone underscore Teeny, but good luck actually getting him on Twitter. Bowbender, you can catch him at Bowbender1. And Derek, aka Origin. You can catch him at Subproda. Subproda. S U B P R O T A. Thank you, Dave. And Minecraft Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Middle Earth Network. Keep on building, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week. Do 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 do. Buy my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great one, everybody. Uh, see you on the server. <laughs>